0: This is Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is episode 51, which is a two-part series for our appreciation for all of those who have supported us over this past almost coming up on one year of podcasts, of ministering and trying to explain to our Hebrew brothers and sisters that you are appreciated by the Most High, you are beloved by the Most High, and the Most High wants to see you return back to His way. The ways of the Mosaic Law that has been given to us by our great ancestor and master teacher, Moshe. So without any further ado, let's get into our appreciation of you, you Hebrews in Exile, in this episode, Hebrews in Exile. You know what we do. Let's go. This is Sean Appleton and Rabbi
1: Robert B. Holman (laughs) Jr. And this is Hebrews Hebrews in in exile. Exile. (laughs) We
0: should. Sh- what? What? what, 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 what? <laughs> we're so anxious to get into this thing. We got so much to share with everybody tonight. Yeah, <laughs> or we do. today. Yeah, yeah, or whatever you're listening yeah, to. Yeah, we
1: do. Yeah, we do. Listen, <laughs> it's come to my attention that this particular podcast that we're doing at this particular point in time is a is a marker. A marker. Marks, a marker it marks, mm. it marks the the end of the first year that we have been doing a podcast It that's seems right like,
0: It seemed like we just started that's right. that's right. It has been a year. It's gone by so quick
1: yeah. and uh you know, with that being the case, I really want to thank all of you who are following the podcast with your positive comments. It keeps us encouraged and allows us to know that we're reaching the ears of people who are interested and people who really want want to know and want to learn about this Hebraic way of, of life. <clears throat> our, our emphasis is for this podcast is to follow the model of the prophets to present information that will help Hebrew Israel in exile to wake up and turn back to the ways and the teachings of the Most High. Absolutely, That's yeah. our goal now. Mm-hmm. With that being said, the purpose of this podcast, the reason why we call it Hebrews in Exile is because we're trying to reach our people, the people of the Most High, it came from the loins of Avraham, Yitzchak and Yaakov, the 12 sons, mm. And the nations that came out of those twelve sons that are dispersed into all of the four corners of this world, and you know, with that being the case, you know, to provide scripture, we are trying to provide provide you with scripture as well as historical information mm-hmm. to support our narratives that we're talking about, and the things that we talk about. Uh, you know, you you can research you can you can look it up yourself and see whether or not we're speaking truth to you because you know truth matters for me truth matters i'm not out here just trying to flap my jaws and and gain an audience that's not the purpose the purpose is to gain the ear of hebrew israel and people who are who are struggling and know that there's something more and come to realize that the Christian church is not the answer.
0: Absolutely. We don't, like we've always said, we don't spiritualize texts. I think that that's kind of a quintessential issue that is explained in uh, Torah. When you read it for yourself in proper context, it, it clearly explains. And I love the way that the most high and our master teacher, Moshe articulates these viewpoints and ideologies from the Most High. He does it with, you know, no riddles, no parables. Yeah. It's emphatic. Yeah. It's, it states what we've been continuing to perpetuate, this idea of an, a governance, of a people. Uh, we get away from this, again, I'm going to repeat myself, spiritualizing text and springboarding to prove a point that you want to make about something that's going on. People want real-time, views they want the layman terms they want the facts they want the things that are going to be germane to their salvation and what better way to get a people to understand where their salvation lies and getting them back in right standing and in sync with the most high i mean the most high has created everything he's created a people to be leaders and have that be able to step into a leadership position and, and to be able to exude those kind of ideas. And it's, it's, it's awesome for our year anniversary in doing this to have touched or at least, you know, at least one person we know of that has been able to glean some things from these teachings and hopefully for the generations that are here with us now and the ones that are here, uh, After us, we we yeah yeah, we want to be able to be the the catalyst and have that cry that listen your ancestors believed in the Most High in this exile
1: right 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 we still exist yes we still exist and you know you that are going to come those that are going to come behind us uh, we pray will have something to listen to to gain this knowledge of truth that we are trying to exude to you uh in this podcast you know and mm-hmm. we are we are thankful that we are helping many of you to understand the scripture one of the comments uh that I read <clears throat> said we well, thank you for for clarifying and and making making scripture you know give us understanding of scripture because you know as we talk about the mitzvahs, the commandments, the precepts, and the statutes of the Most High. Those are very central, and they are very important to Hebrew Israel. And I don't know if I've said this, but I'm going to say it say it tonight. A lot of people do not know what Torah is, right? And when we talk about Torah, uh, many people will say, "Well, Torahs are the teachings of the Most High." This is absolutely true, mm-hmm. but they also talk about Torah being the first five books of the of the of Scripture. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true, also. But within the five uh, books of of scripture there is this compilation or compendium of teaching thoughts or teaching points
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: which are called commandments, uh, mitzvot, mm-hmm. uh, statutes, uh, regulations, rules, uh, precepts and what-have-you. Mm-hmm. Those are the teaching points and as I've explained in the introduction those are the teaching points that the Most High spoke to Moshé and gave him the assignment to teach Hebrew Israel.
0: Right, right. And in, in, in doing so, he allows Moshé to understand that, you know, hold these truths to be self-evident. self-evident right, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. These are the things that, you know, while... I looked at Scripture when you brought that out. I said, "Wow, look at look at what's happening here. Look at the look at the, the the beautiful narrative that's here." Because the first, you know, you've got Bereshit, which is Genesis, and then you've got Shemot, and then you've got you know Vaikra, which is Leviticus. All those books are the conversation between the Most High and Moshe. And Moshe, right? Who to Israel? To speak to, to speak to Israel. This is, Moshe's having a conversation with his friend, and his friend, which is the most high, is telling him, this is how I created the earth. This is how I created everything. So you can relay it to the people. And out of all that, I've ordained this nation, and this is the genesis how this nation came to be, and I want you to hold this body of work, Torah, the governance, how my nation is supposed to act, I want you to hold it true. Obey it. Don't abandon it. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right of it. Right, right, so right, right. So we've lost that reverence and and respect that uh, over the course of time because it's just something that, you know, we've, by our own volition, we've decided just to run and, and, and follow the crowd when we are supposed to be leaders, which is... It it just speaks to Hebrew Israel where we are,
1: even to this day. Yeah. And, you know, it's very important, very important for us to understand this viable principle. There is only one spirit force in the universe. There are not two. Right. Right. Or three. Or three. He's not. <laughs> my father always used to say anything with two heads is a freak. Right. He's not a two headed freak.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: is one dominant power in the universe, the mighty one, mm-hmm. whom we call out of Bereshit chapter 3, beginning at verse 15, uh, or as Exodus chapter 3. Uh, Beginning at verse 15, where Mashiach asks him, Who shall I say sent me? Mm-hmm. And in that narrative, he explains to him that I am, I am that I am, yea, I share yea, I am that I am, and I will mm-hmm. be what I will be, and this shall be my name throughout all generations. Mm-hmm. What is that? And then in our Hebrew text, in the Hebrew text, going back to the literal Hebrew, that phrase within there is written in the Hebrew Yod Hey Vav Hey, which is the Father's name. This should be my name throughout all generations. Yod Hey Vav Hey, which we pronounce. We pronounce it being Yahweh. Others pronounce it Yahuwah, and they may pronounce it some and some. But but the consonants
0: mm-hmm. that
1: make up His name are present.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, still, there. And we've learned. We've learned by studying the prophets, um, and along with the writings and with Torah, that the Most High is very, 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 very particular about who he is to the nation of Israel and who is not to the nation of Israel.
0: Right. I mean, that narrative that's in there is is, is so poignant and so clear. The Most High continues continues and continues to keep telling you who he is, what I did for you. I am not something foreign to right, you. Right. I was the one that delivered you. I was the one that walked with you. I was the one that did all this. Why in the world would you disrespect me by going off and whoring after some other Elohim or some other God that you know nothing about? We've had a relationship for so long. And to just abandon those ideas is just, you yeah. know, now, and I can understand yeah. why, yeah. but.
1: Now I received a,
0: an email
1: from an individual um, who was trying to find out who we are. Okay. Because said, I went to your website, but your website doesn't say much about who you are and what you believe. Mm. Um, and uh, you haven't really mentioned it on any of your podcasts. So I want, I want to make this clear. I want to make this clear to our, to our listeners, uh, in this podcast. Number one, we are, we have determined through scripture and history that we are descendants of Hebrew Israel.
0: When you hear me talk
1: about them, I talk about them as my ancestors. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about this in another podcast. If your ancestors came to this country via the transatlantic slave trade, then you're more than likely a Hebrew-Israelite because you're part of the, the, the diaspora mm-hmm. out of the land that was brought to bear by the Aksunazis in starting around fourteen fourteen ninety. Uh, when they when they uh consorted with the portuguese because the portuguese had the had the sailing vehicles to be able to transport yep. and uh A they also pro-esque. yeah and also with um with spain mm-hmm. um they they consorted to uh bring about this diaspora of the hebrew israelites out of the land and the continent of africa to the four corners of the world, just like, now now here's the the issue. That's a historical point that I just made. Absolutely. But that historical point that I just made resonates with Scripture Mm -hmm. because the Most High said that when we abdicated Him, His ways, His rules, and His laws, and we started to serve other Elohims, that He would disperse us to the four corners of the world absolutely so that's a historical point mm-hmm. that resonates with scripture you can you can you you can validate that by by studying your history and also studying your um, uh, your your scripture your your scriptures mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> here we are here we are in this diaspora and in this diaspora which i'm i'm happy i'm happy to declare we're on the back end of the diaspora Mm. We don't know exactly when it's going to end, but one of the one of the one of the proverbs or one of the prose that is always said: Hebrews look for signs, and Greeks look for knowledge. Mm. So, being a Hebrew, I look at the signs of the time. I look at the the devastation that is catastrophic that is brought about by supernatural power. That's the power of the Most High. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have floods in diverse places around the world. We have fires in diverse places around the world. We have hurricanes. We have all, we have hail. We have all of this devastation. And the thing about it is, is that within the framework of, our document, Mm -hmm. our Hebrew scriptures, the Most High talks about his army. All of the things that I have just mentioned are part of the Most High's army. Not too long ago uh, in the continent of Africa, there were swarms of Of locusts.
0: Locusts, yeah. That's the
1: Father's army. Mm -hmm. So this particular virus that is a part of this worldwide system that's called a pandemic, while it is that you may think that it's man-made or whatever your, whatever your thought process is about it, it has come about at the behest of the Most High. If you believe that there is absolutely nothing in the universe that happens without his knowledge— and nothing nobody does anything without him, without the most high being at the principle four of it, and he uses he uses humankind uh to bring about the things that he wants done because he's a spirit. Right. So so when we talk about the mid when we talk about scripture uh, to you, it's very important to me that I can't sit up here and flap my jaws uh, and just, just, just because I, 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 I'm trying to sound good. I'm not trying to sound good. I am literally like a prophet trying to persuade you, Hebrew Israel, to turn back to the ways of the Most High, because mm-hmm. it's not going to get better. No. All of these catastrophic things that are happening, they are signs to Hebrew Israel to turn back to the Most High and mm-hmm. cry out to Him. So when we talk about turning back to the Most High, it's not about like going to church. No, it's a lot. It's about repenting Of our our idolatrous ways, and going back to the teachings Mm -hmm. that He has given for us to live by, that the narrative across the street has told us that He has done away with. Well, I talked about that in a podcast I think that just aired uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? And I, in that particular podcast, we talked about all of the positive aspects that Torah brings to the life of the Hebrew individual. Right. And, uh, and, and, and how the most high has provided us with a system that's viable to our existence as human beings.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's again, I, I sound like a broken record tonight. For I know. Some reason. You know, <laughs> it, it, I mean, hold your point. No, go ahead,
1: But, A lot of times you read material and it's in bold Mm -hmm. or it's underlined. Mm -hmm. When it's in bold and underlined, it's repeating itself. Oh, yeah. And it wants you done so. So, our going back and sound like a record, a broken record, (laughs) you know, you know, let me say this, you know, you know, (laughs) we need to take the aspect off of a broken record because the issue is when you hear a record or Mm -hmm. a song that you like, Mm -hmm. you play it Over Over again, yeah, and over and over again, yeah. And what our audience needs to know is that you and I absolutely love
0: Torah, Uh, exactly. I mean, to the point where I, you know, I got ready to say that, but then you know, I don't know where someone is going to be coming in and joining us on this podcast. We've said a lot of this before in the past, but you could be coming in. Right now. Right. Not that you've listened to, you know, the other 51 podcasts that came before this one, but it's just that idea that, you know, the Most High has given us a formula, and that formula consists of understanding the importance of these these mitzvot and getting back to understanding that you are a people, you are part of a nation, that nation has rules and statutes, and the Most High wants us to provide us with a lifestyle. And once we get out of the idea that our worthlessness or this perceived worthlessness that has been given to us is a reality and we can step into the idea and the, and the true reality or out of what I would call the matrix of what's happening, we'll understand fully what it means to actually be a people that is, is not that the say of the most high doesn't love us, because he does. It's just to be able to reap the benefits of being a part
1: of the Hebrew nation. The Hebrew nation. And, and and here, remember something historically, historically, historically. Israel coming out of Mitzrayim was a nation before they ever had land. That's right. What group of people do you have you ever known to become a nation before they had land
0: none none
1: and so in this exile not in the united states yeah and, and so so <laughs> in this exile bad. what what you have to know is that just because we're dispersed into the four corners of the world we're splintered out but we we are now a fragmented nation in diaspora mm-hmm. we're still a nation mm-hmm. and we're a nation that has the ultimate supreme ruler Mm -hmm. as our governor, as our king. Mm -hmm. And that's the most high. Mm -hmm. And the most high has been gracious unto us. When I say gracious, he's dispersed us into this exile in lieu of killing us. Right. Because... Because there's been two times in Scripture where the most one time he did, and the second time he threatened it, and mm-hmm. Mache stepped in as the uh, ambassador mm-hmm. and pre- prevented us from being yeah completely wiped completely out. Completely wiped out by the Most High because he was he was so upset with the fact of how we were treating uh, him and his teachings. So this 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 exile that we're in is his grace, mm-hmm. these mitzvot that, that we're starting to teach are part of the governance of the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. The ones I'm going to talk about with you and share with you are going to be the ones that are most particular that we can absolutely do in this exile right? versus the ones that we can't. There are a lot that we can't.
0: And see, that's a point right there that needs to be emphasized and continue to be emphasized because that's the reason why um, a lot, in my all out opinion, why a lot of us are trapped in being across the street because we have leaders that are over there that do not understand the concepts about what we're talking about. Right. Which is understanding that, number one, there is a system that's in place and that system has. Uh, guidelines. And those guidelines are basically telling you, listen, all of these mitzvot are in play and there is a reasonable answer why you can't do them. It's not as if you do away with them because they're irrelevant. That's key to understand. Doing away with them because they're irrelevant is different from understanding the issue of why I can't do them. Right. And understanding that we don't have Kohanim, we don't have a tabernacle, we don't have any of the things that are in place that require us to do these things, but consider this. Or under a a governance in our exile that would allow us to do them. And you live in a reality where you say, okay, I live in what? We live in a democracy where the people... Make the rules. We what is this? This 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 age-old adage we used to say in school: "I, I pledge allegiance to the flag, to the United States of America, and yeah. to the republic." Public. The republic is a, a a body of people who are in control of government. We make the rules as we, the people. Okay, yeah. Yeah. so we live in this this age and time where we make the rules, and it's tough to reconcile that idea of uh, absolute. King, King David, an absolute existent one, the Most High, having rulership where we can't make amendments.
1: Because we live in a theocracy.
0: Right. You you can't go in and, and say, yeah, we can't change this law no. to fit our particular paradigm no. 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 at the time. No. And that's a difficult concept to grasp. That's why people don't acquiesce to it. How are you going to tell me what I can and cannot eat? Yeah. I can eat what I want.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, getting back to to answering the gentleman's question, uh, we are Hebrew individuals. Um, we believe in the teachings of Mashiach through the through the through the voice and the words that have been spoken to him mm-hmm. by the Most High. We believe that the Most High, the absolute, all existent One the absolute spirit of all things that created all things. We believe, according to uh, Yeshayahu, Isaiah, I think it's around 44, 45, where he Mm -hmm. speaks about himself being being who he is and there not being any other beside him. Uh, He is our king. He is our savior. He is our deliverer. He is our rock. And we don't believe that there's any other power. There's no human, there is no human individual that can supersede or be equal with him. Right. He's all by himself. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, in one of the texts, I think it's over there in Divaring, he talks about there not being any alien, Mm. no, any alien power Mm -hmm. before him. So if people want to know who we are and what we do, we believe in there being one absolute power and spirit. The mighty one, he's called by a name Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Um, he created all things, everything that's in the world, he created even you and I. And if 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 if, if JC Existed uh, in human flesh, he created him too, but not to stand equal with him or stand beside him in any reference of power or authority. The most high is the authority. And no one can say these words. Uh, it's been said, but I say, you you don't change you don't change what the most high has you don't nobody that puts their pants on and urinates the way you the, the, <laughs> the way human beings urinate and bleeds blood right. has any power or authority to change anything that the mighty one has said so we we we're we're concrete on that we're stuck mm-hmm. we're we're not stuck we have put our flag in the sand, and we stand on the words of the Most High. We stand on the words of the prophets, and that's it. There's a book out there that's called In Defense of the Messiah. You can go get it. It's on Amazon, and it explains thoroughly what a Messiah is supposed to do when he arrives. And I'm going to tell you up straight, if JC is the Messiah he blew it. Yeah. Cuz there are so many things that he did not fulfill, he mm-hmm. did not do that it's just mind-boggling, but you wouldn't know that because you don't have anyone to tell you that, you don't have anyone to teach you that. Mm-hmm. And since this narrative of the Greeks has been in play for so many years, the 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 the, the aspect of it is ingrained on your mind, but it's error. Yeah, what did they say? You tell a something long enough. If you tell a, George Gobel said, if you tell a lie long enough, it'll be true. But that doesn't make it true in the eyes of the Most High. That's right.
0: We've reached the end of podcast number 51. Stay tuned next week for podcast number 52, where we continue our appreciation for all of you Hebrews that have supported us over the past year. We hope that there will be double and triple and quadruple amount of Hebrews that join us for this upcoming year. Hebrews in exile, I say to you, Shalom. See you next week.